and pops is my dad frank Beccarello. thanks sweetie and thank you for tuning in to episode 138 of spinning my dad's vinyl latin jazz especially cuban music was wildly popular in the 1950s and my dad's collection has plenty of examples of that that popularity is partly because of the artist you are about to hear he's really known for his mambo recordings this style of music is just a slower temple, but not much slower. So, get ready to hear the king of Latin jazz in volume 138, Cha-Cha with Tito. Thank you. 
It's Tito Puente and his orchestra with Lindo Chacha, written by Tito Puente. Okay, why this record for this episode? Well, he's not only known as the king of Latin jazz, but the king of the mambo, the king of Latin music, and the musical pope, among other nicknames. He is mentioned in one of the most memorable movie quotes from a very quotable movie from my generation. Near the beginning of Stripes, when Bill Murray's girlfriend is breaking up with him and complaining about how much he goofs off. And then you play those stupid Tito Puente albums until two in the morning. Tito Puente is going to be dead, and you're going to say, oh, I've been listening to him for years, and I think he's fabulous. (laughs) That's the second time I've played a cut from Stripes on this show. I must like that movie or something. Tito Puente was an artist that was played a few times on the first radio station I worked for as well, so I'm glad Winger mentioned him in the movie, because that was before I started working there. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to the title track. title track of the album let's cha-cha written by ray cohen okay let me tell you about my dad's vinyl i have chosen for this episode tito puente and his orchestra let's cha-cha with 
Tito Puente and his orchestra on the RCA Victor label number LPM 1392. It's a vinyl LP album mono format and an Indianapolis pressing. It was released in 1957. Its genre is Latin. Its style is cha-cha and guajera. And we will hear six of the 12 songs on this album. Now, there are quite a few liner notes, but I'm only going to read the first paragraph since most of it is biographic in nature and we'll take care of that as usual later in the episode. Tito Puente's orchestra is distinguished by a velvet smooth blending of syncopated sounds like an exotic whipped cream spiced with Caribbean rum. His arrangements convey an authentic Latin American flavor, yet he uses some of the techniques of progressive jazz. His favorite band is Stan Kenton's to give his music a mellifluous shimmering character. No wild raucous sensationalism here. Instead, music irresistibly made for dancing. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. $21.98 for the highest and $2.42 for the lowest for a $7.93 average and a $5 median. It was last sold on July 16, 2023 for $5. I found versions on eBay from $3 to $10 and I found one on Amazon for $10. Now, my dad's record is in fair condition. It doesn't really look like he played it a lot, although he was in college when the record was released, so I'm sure it got some play. There's no real scratch marks on it. The sound is okay, just a little crackling between tracks. However, the title track, which you just heard, has a huge skip in it. I had to work some magic to make it sound good for this episode. The cover hasn't fared so well. It <laughs> looks like someone used it as a coaster at one point. It looks like a couple of coffee cup ring stains on the front cover. You can also tell it was in and out of his stack of albums a lot, so maybe it was played quite a bit. He has his address label on the front cover and the green magic marker streak on the back. So I will value my dad's vinyl at a buck. Next up is the heat of a pepper I can usually handle.
Habanero, written by Ray Cohen. Okay, let's learn a little about this great musician, composer, arranger, and band leader. Ernest Anthony Puente Jr. was born on April 20th, 1923 at Harlem Hospital Center in the New York borough of Manhattan. Tito Puente was an American musician, songwriter, band leader, timbalero, and record producer. He is best known for dance-oriented mambo and Latin jazz compositions from his 50-year career. Puente and his music have appeared in films, including The Mambo Kings and Fernando Truba's Call 54. He guest starred on television shows, including Sesame Street and The Simpsons' two-part episode, Who Shot Mr. Burns? As a child, he was described as hyperactive, and after neighbors complained of hearing seven-year-old Puente beating on pots and window frames, his mother sent him to 25-cent piano lessons. He switched to percussion by the age of 10, drawing influence from jazz drummer Gene Krupa. He later created a song and dance duo with his sister Anna in the 1930s and intended to become a dancer, but an ankle tendon injury prevented him from pursuing a dance career. When the drummer and Machito's band was drafted to the army, Puente subsequently took his place. Puente served in the Navy for three years during World War II after being drafted in 1942. He was discharged with a presidential unit citation for serving in nine battles on the escort aircraft carrier USS Santee, where his duties included playing alto saxophone and clarinet in the ship's big band, as well as occasionally drum set, piano during mess hall, ship's bugler, and machine gunner during battles. The GI Bill allowed him to study music at Juilliard School of Music, where he completed his formal education in conducting, orchestration, and theory after three years. During the 1950s, Puente was at the height of his popularity and helped to bring Cuban and Caribbean sounds like mambo, son, and cha-cha-cha to mainstream audiences. Puente played popular Cuban rhythms so successfully that many people mistakenly identified him as Cuban. Dance Mania, possibly Puente's most well-known album, was released in 1958. After a show in Puerto Rico on May 31, 2000, he suffered a massive heart attack and was flown to New York City for surgery to repair a heart valve, but complications developed, and he died on June 1, 2000, at the age of 77. He was posthumously awarded the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2003. Next up, this is who I do this show for.
just for you. Written by Johnny Conquette. Time now for this episode's interesting side note. And it has to do with a song that's not included on this album. But since my dad only has one Tito Puente album, and this is such a good story, I thought I would talk about it here. His most famous song is 1962's Oya Como Va. Yes, the song made famous eight years later by Santana. Oyo Como Va is a 1962 cha-cha-cha by Tito Puente, originally released on El Rey Bravo, released by Tico Records. The song achieved worldwide popularity in 1970 when it was recorded by American rock group Santana for their, for their album Abraxas. This version was released as a single in 1971, reaching number 13 on the Billboard Hot 100, number 11 on the Billboard Easy Listening Survey, and number 32 on the R&B chart. The block chord ostinato pattern that repeats throughout the song was most likely borrowed by Puente from Cachao's 1957 Mambo Chanchulo, which was recorded by Puente in 1959. Oyo Comova has been praised by critics and inducted into the Latin Grammy Hall of Fame in 2001 and the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2002. Due to its multinational origins, Cuban, Puerto Rican, and American, and its many versions by artists from all over the world, Oyo Comova has come to represent the interconnectedness, hybridity, and transnationality of Latin music in the United States. Puente himself recorded Oyo Comova live on many occasions, including his 1980 Montreux Jazz Festival appearance with the Latin Percussion Jazz Ensemble. Tito Puente, speaking in the intro to his recording of Oyo Comova on the album Mambo Birdland, said, Everybody's heard of Santana. Santana. Beautiful Santana. He put our music, Latin rock, around the world, man. And I'd like to thank him publicly because he recorded a tune and he gave me credit as the composer of the tune. So, since that day, all we play is Santana music, unquote. The version of the song on Mambo Birdland is a Santana-sized version. When interviewed, Puente explained how he was initially outraged by his song being covered by a rock band <laughs> until he received his first royalty check. Santana's version was inducted into the Latin Grammy Hall of Fame in 2001 and the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2002. It was also included in the NPR 100 list the most important American musical works of the 20th century. Up next, I think I grabbed every song that had cha-cha in the title for this episode. <laughs> Thank you. 
Cha-Cha Fiesta, written by Johnny Conquette. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Latin music always perks me up. I fondly tell the story about a trip to St. Louis in the 1990s. As we were walking around looking for another watering hole, we heard this incredible rhythm coming from one of the clubs. As we walked in, we saw that the loud Latin music had almost everybody in the club with their hands in the air and bouncing to the beat. We soon joined in, and it ended up closing the club that night. Then, getting stuck on the train platform because we didn't realize they had stopped running hours earlier and we had to find alternative transportation back to the hotel. But (laughs) that's another story for another time. Listening to this album brought back that fond memory. Okay, let's finish with another Tito Puente panda tune.
Kubarama, written by Tito Puente. And there you have selections from the King of the Tambales. Yes, he was also known as that. So thanks for tuning in to Volume 138, Cha Cha with Tito, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 139, Party Focus. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. (laughs) 